0: hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of gamesphere i'm your host chris ware and it's uh, just me today um But I've got some news I'd like to talk about regarding Stadia. Now, for those of you that know me quite well, I'm a big fan of video game streaming. Uh, I think that's quite good. I honestly think that it is the future of uh, video gaming as we know it. It offers supreme advantages over um, over what we've got today, and it's not necessarily the case that I see it replacing all gaming, but certainly when it comes to, to AAA gaming, and I'm probably gonna talk a fair bit about that today, but this particular segment was prompted by a piece of news that I'm sure many of you are already familiar with, is that uh, Google, of course, the company behind Google Stadia, are closing down their first party uh, game studio. So. This has obviously uh, fed into a widespread belief that Google is but a... uh candle in the wind as it were not necessarily here to stay or that maybe google as a wider company or alphabet as a wider company are not necessarily fully behind it um there are many people who possibly believe that there is somewhat of an internal struggle within google between various corporate suits that want it to be more enterprise versus those that want it to be you know that want that that want it to have games in it and and google have always had a peculiar relationship with gaming Uh, even on on YouTube, uh, gaming videos are actually put into an entirely separate category. And when gaming channels make it big, uh, they actually are referred to an entirely different p- uh, part of, of YouTube's uh, internal support structure um, than other channels. So if you do a gaming channel, you, there's like a special support network within within YouTube to support and help foster uh, big gaming channels. And then there's another department that's for like all other channels. Like gaming for Google has always been like a really strange outlier and it doesn't really necessarily know what to do with it we have of course uh, several years ago seen uh, uh, youtube really try and push uh, youtube gaming uh, and now they have they have, have closed that down as well i remember when uh, youtube gaming was launched i was at the uk launch it was in london in the excel center and they were like it wasn't the biggest launch you could imagine It wasn't the biggest launch but then of course when it comes to these kind of things it's all you know it's really more for the press than it is for for anyone who's actually there showing up. And then it wasn't that long; it was a couple of years, and then they they axed that. Uh, Google, of course, quite famous for axing all kinds of um, uh, things that they've done before. However, uh, they don't necessarily ax very often uh, paid services. Of course, Google Stadia. That, that's not to say that that Google Stadia is 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 immune from from that kind of thing. Um but yes i i stream i do stream on G- google stadia i've actually been enjoying hitman 3 uh which was released on the 20th of january and i've been getting through i've completed that game and i'm I'm replaying it now to to do the unlocks and that works wonderfully like the actual uh the 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 actual process of playing it is like no downloads um pro- and i have a moderate internet connection like i don't have a particularly fast internet connection um it it really is pretty standard for the for for, for UK, um, and uh, and it plays pretty flawlessly. Like the only thing is, like, yeah, like if I I can't like download Steam updates in the background, but that's literally all 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 that uh, I have to sacrifice. Really, uh, Google Stadia, to be honest, on a performance alone um, is great. I must admit, when it comes to the games, there aren't exactly. A whole wealth of amazing games. Now, unfortunately, when it came to Hitman Three in particular, Hitman Three fell foul to being one of those Epic timed exclusives. If you don't know, Epic, the game store, trying to be this up and coming up uh, and coming competitor to Steam, have decided to throw a lot of money around and get some exclusive titles or timed exclusive titles. For those of you that don't know what a timed exclusive title is, it's when a uh, game might be released on a platform like Epic, but then a year later. Uh, might be then also released on other platforms like Steam. And for the PC, uh, Epic have the timed exclusive rights to Hitman. Now, we should be seeing Hitman 3 come along Steam in about a year's time uh, if the news that I've read is correct. And I will probably buy it on Steam as well as Stadia. Like, this is my favourite franchise going, and and it will probably cost me a pretty penny, no doubt. But I've been playing it on Stadia because Stadia technically counts as a console and thus is free from the binds of the Epic... um, hold on the uh, on the rights to the game as such um they have developed the interface a fair bit like they've 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 actually integrated stadia into streaming and it works really really well um and the game library isn't too bad like if you are a casual uh, gamer uh stadia is actually probably like a really good platform for you if you only buy like six or seven games and that will keep you going for a few years stadia's kind of got you covered on that that front um, what might be interesting is to see if Google actually push for Stadia to be included uh, with smart TVs because when, you know, if you were to buy a smart TV, put it up on into your, your living room uh, and you've got your, your standard apps, you've got your Netflix, you've got your YouTube uh, and then you've got Stadia and then you could just link a existing controller like, a, I don't know, an Xbox or PlayStation controller, uh, pair it up to the TV and bam, you've got a console right there um, and that would be great Many people have also criticised Google Stadia's pricing strategy. Um, in the UK, I believe it's uh, uh, eight or nine pounds for their pro subscription, where you get two uh, free games every month. And I must admit, when I was on the pro subscription, the two free games you got were not necessarily particularly great. And of course, that might be down to personal taste. But the thing is, um, you know, like like to to pick out two two games, just pick out two games, is um, not not you know like it'd be great if you could. You know, choose from a selection but it wasn't There were like every month there would be like two maybe three games that you'd just be able to get and you'd only be able to have them for the duration that you were a pro member when i decided to stop becoming a stadia pro member i lost all of those uh, free games that google uh, handed me in in the direction which wasn't too bad because most of them i didn't really care about and play um and f- to be honest i would not recommend people get the stadia pro subscription um i would just recommend buy the games as you get them uh, which is what I do. I don't pay any kind of monthly subscription to Stadia. I just bought the games, and uh, and I, I play them on as I do. It's a great service. Like, I cannot deny it. But the thing is, with services like these, is they require confidence. They require end-user consumer confidence. Uh, because if you're going to get people to invest money, and we're talking about AAA games here. We're not talking about indie games that you you know you pay for a fiver. You're talking about Hitman. I spent 75 quid on Hitman uh hitman 3 for the uh, for the deluxe edition and of course i will guarantee i will get those hours out of it like it it, it's an expensive game it's it it definitely is a lot to put down for a game but i will get hundreds of hours out of that game and uh, i will you know thoroughly enjoy it so for hundreds of hours of entertainment 75 quid is in my opinion a great deal um but that being said of course uh if if Dedia shuts down, uh, I'd be interested to know what happens to the the money that 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 uh, that people have invested into that platform. But the thing is, you know you do require this confidence because if you're if you're if you're getting people to put hundreds of pounds into a video game library, they need to you know they need to be confident that 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 library is is there for them. Do you know what I mean that the service isn't going to be shut down in a couple of years' time. Now, I've got friends who firmly believe, very firmly believe that should Stadia shut down in a couple of years' time, the people would be offered Steam keys uh, or refunds. Uh, should should that occur, and I'm inclined to agree with them. I think that it would be an absolute disaster of PR if if Google Stadia decides to shut down and just keep everyone's money. Uh, I think they would have the legal right to do so, um, but I'm not certain about that. I'm I'm not a lawyer. In, in case that wasn't obvious, so. It would be, I'm, I'm fascinating to see how this story unfolds. The Google have clearly put so much, uh, you know, like uh, infrastructure and money and effort into making Stadia work. But on like, uh, you know, like conversely, they just don't seem committed to the platform. Maybe they're sort of building up a very, very long, you know, like a. Uh, they're sort of building it up slowly over a long period of time and people are expecting it to be this you know all singing all dancing thing to jump out the door when you know perhaps in reality it might be that it's slowly building up and then um might become more mainstream in several years time and that google are fundamentally playing the long game when you've got companies the size of google uh they don't play by the standard rules of 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 other companies they 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 work to entirely unpredictable uh, methods of working because they're so big there's so many moving parts to them they have so much money and they have so much infrastructure of the internet that um, they get to operate in ways that other companies on a more basic quarterly profit motive driven paradigm uh, have to so it's all very very interesting to see how that uh, how that pans out and and and, you know google seem to be acting in all kinds of sporadic directions here which um so so yeah definitely fascinating to see how this pans out um i uh google stadia of course do not are not the only ones who offer video game streaming Uh, i also stream on Nvidia's geforce now and i play that just simply through uh, the browser I have to use uh, Google Chromium uh, uh, because uh, Firefox does not, uh, or last time I checked, Firefox does not support the streaming of uh, Nvidia GeForce Now. Uh, but also, um, as I understand, uh, last time I checked, ungoogled Chromium, if that's uh, a browser that uh, any of you folks are familiar with, I believe that also the latest versions of that do work with um, things like Stadia and uh, Nvidia GeForce Now. But Nvidia GeForce Now. Uh, You pay five British pounds a month. So I'm not entirely sure what that might be in uh, American money, for example. It might be like uh, seven or eight dollars a month. Um, And then you have access to a substantial portion of your Steam library. So I've got a Steam library of about 400 games and about 80 of those work on NVIDIA GeForce Now. Uh, And uh, they all work uh, pretty flawlessly. I think once or twice I've had a crash here and there, as you might expect from from many other games, and uh, Nvidia GeForce now works on a basis of virtual machines that you just play through the browser uh, through your browser. Uh, you can you have access to not only the Steam Store, but you have access to the Epic Store. I think there's a Ubisoft Store you might have, or, or Origin, or something like that. Um, and in fact, since Cyberpunk 2077, uh, there is a uh, GOG offerings games from GOG on there as well. Not all of the GOG library. I think maybe only one or two titles at this stage. I'm not entirely certain um and this is great this is this is like um uh you know a lot of people are playing with geforce now with a greater de- degree of confidence because they put some money down um to play a game um and it might be a triple a game because i use it largely for AAA games so that i don't have to worry about hardware requirements on my end so uh, rather than buy a new card a new graphics card every three or so years to be able to play the games that i'd like to play uh being able to p- uh, pay five pounds a month um is a lot less aggro and also saves a lot more money, because of course, I'm not just comparing it to having to buy a new graphics card every three years, but more memory, or a CPU, or, you know, general uh, maintenance and and upgrade. It certainly takes a bit of the weight off, and if i decide to change tactic then well what have i spent i spent you know i, I decide to stop uh stop renting the uh, the infrastructure to pay play games and buy my own like it gives me the most amount of freedom when i buy games through nvidia geforce now or to play on G, nvidia geforce now i buy them on the steam store I, I buy the you know i could buy them on the epic store i don't actually I haven't bought any games on the epic store yet i've got some of the free offers um but yeah, if there was a game on, that was available on the Epic Store, that I, I, you know, I, I could buy it and I could play it on, uh, on GeForce Now uh, perfectly well. I could play Fortnite if I wanted to. I've never played a game of Fortnite in my life, but it's the option is there. Uh, and if NVIDIA GeForce Now were to shut down tomorrow, I'd still have the games on Steam. I'd still have the games on the Epic Store. Um, there is less trust involved in the process of NVIDIA GeForce Now, and uh, there's a lot of trust in, in Stadia, because Stadia is fundamentally a cloud console. Uh, and as fantastic as it is, and as uh, you know, the performance has always been great. Um, also, one thing about GeForce now, uh, in my personal experimentation of it all, is that GeForce now seems to work better on on slower connections. Um, with Google Stadia, you have to have at least I think it's like ten megabits a second download, quite consistently. And if it falls below that, um, it will just um, throw you out of the game. Uh, it won't try and persevere. It'll just be like, nah, you're not, you know, it's not fa- not fast enough for you. Eh, we're out uh whereas um nvidia geforce now it will push through it will push through because there are some games that you can play with some degree of latency you can play for example some some point and click games like strategies or or uh, Among Us, for example, which for some reason is available on Nvidia GeForce Now, there are there are games that you can play with some degree of latent, uh, latency, or you know, it doesn't have to be as twitchy. Not everything, you know. Uh, but I play racing games on the Nvidia GeForce Now, and and in my experience, generally speaking, it works every bit as well as Stadia. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit. It's a little less seamless, right? Because it does log you into Steam, it does log you into your Epic account, it does, you know. So you do get to see a little bit of how it works, and it's not necessarily as smooth and sleek um and and sort of polished as the uh as the stadia offering um but really at the end of the day if you're playing a game does that really matter does that really matter so um so i was always one of the big you know like you know supporters of, of the stadia thing i'm not the, you know i'm not the biggest fan of google as a company i'm very critical of, of google as a company but when they pull out something like stadia and 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 you know when i was playing you know even borderlands 3 now borderlands 3 not the greatest game going but like it plays really well i was thrilled with it i was very 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 impressed with how google stadia uh, comes out and and you can see that it is the future of gaming not necessarily google stadia but streaming like when you see the convenience and the performance and the fact that people who cannot afford high-end gaming pcs will be able to play AAA games on a budget um like that that that's 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 worthwhile to to recognise. Um rather than have to put down three hundred pounds for a graphics card, um people now just have to put down five five quid a month, which which really does um which really does make the difference. Now, so I'm pretty quick to sing the praises of Stadia as I have done throughout this very podcast, but even to me with all of Google's resources and all this kind of stuff, it does seem difficult to really have confidence in the the platform. And, and, and given that Google have so much money, given that Google, you know, a, a, a such a big company, you'd think that it would be worth them keeping around these first-party studios, even if they were just standing around with their hands in their pockets, because it would at least not erodes the confidence within the platform it seems that google stadia is in part failing because no one trusts google because no one trusts the platform and then when google start doing things like uh, getting rid of their first party studio that just erodes further confidence and when this kind of uh, you know sort of death spiral occurs it's very difficult if not impossible to get out of um, honestly i don't see google lasting more than a couple of years if it gets past this stage, then I think that it's here to stay. But in all honesty, I think that, or at least it seems that there is an internal conflict in Google between maybe corporate suits and people that want to move into gaming. And and this is just the side effect of a civil war that we have very little to know about within the company. I'd like to know your thoughts. So please do feel free to share them on the uh, Destination Linux uh, uh, discuss forums uh or uh, you can catch me on email but i hang around on mastodon that's probably the best place to catch me um but yeah i've been thinking about this a fair bit and uh i definitely am a big fan of uh, streaming i definitely enjoy my time on stadia but honestly to see how this folds out how google like it'd be interesting you know like like you know if google shuts down tomorrow then google or not if stadia shuts down tomorrow stadia shuts down tomorrow um I, I would hope that I'd be able to get some kind of refund or uh, Steam key for the purchases that I made on there. But uh, ultimately, um, I think this is just a fascinating story to follow. All in all, um, I do like uh, 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 you know uh, streaming services when it comes to to gaming. Uh, when it comes to video game ownership, I must admit that my my heart is much more in uh, you know free and open source games rather than AAA titles. With AAA titles, to me, that it's very you know, I, I do not have that passion of ownership. I don't care to own them. Uh, I'm, I'm happy uh, f- uh, fundamentally renting them, uh, which is what you might get out of, uh, which is which is to me the way that you should be looking at, uh, at streaming services. You know, don't look at them as, as buying a game, look at them as, as, as renting a game. Um, and of course, putting down the 75 quid for Hitman 3 and only getting a couple of years uh, playtime out of it is probably not the uh, the greatest deal for me. But hey, such is life, isn't it? Um, but yes, um, those are just my thoughts. And uh, yeah, on to the ad break. This episode of GameSphere is brought to you by, of course, DigitalOcean. DigitalOcean recently announced their new App Platform service, which is a solution to build modern cloud native apps. With App Platform, you can build, deploy, and scale apps and static websites quickly and easily. Simply point to your GitHub repository and let the App Platform do all the heavy lifting. It has support for Node.js, Python, Go, PHP, Ruby, static sites, and Docker. DigitalOcean runs their app platform on their own infrastructure, so your costs are significantly lower than with other products. Plus, they built this new app platform on top of DigitalOcean Kubernetes, providing a smoother migration path so you can take more control over your infrastructure setup. As a listener of the GameSphere podcast and the Destination Linux network, you can get started for free. And in fact, better than free, because DigitalOcean has given you a hundred dollars of credit when you sign up by going to do.co slash dln. That's do.co forward slash DLN. We want to thank DigitalOcean for sponsoring this episode of the Game Sphere and for generally being kind to the Destination Linux Network. Thank you very much, DigitalOcean wonderful so yeah i'm obviously going to be talking about hitman 3 today uh it was released on uh, january the 20th and um it's available in the epic store for the pc it's available on various consoles and uh, google stadia Uh, i've been playing the stadia version and thoroughly enjoying it uh the this is the third in a trilogy known as the world of assassination uh where it reaches its i'm not going to say thrilling conclusion because when it comes to hitman games the plot is never what the games are really about there are lovely little mini stories within each of the levels of the hitman game but fundamentally speaking without giving too much away um the, the story pans out as you might expect for a hitman story um the game itself uh is uh is what we like it's expected right like you've got the first two games with the mechanics and the level design that they are and hitman 3 carries this on it's a little bit darker it's a little bit grittier than the two that come before it there are some brighter levels in there there's a a nice bright level in um dubai there's a nice bright level in uh, Argentina, but there are some darker and gritty levels. There's a um, quite a dark and gritty level in um, Dartmoor here in the UK. There's a um, pretty dark and gritty level in uh, Berlin uh, at a rave. Uh, there's a pretty. Um, uh, w- 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 uh, I'm missing a level. I'm missing a level, but I can't. I can't think of it right now. But it comes with it comes with about half a dozen uh, levels to play, and they're all they're all pretty good like i had a good time with all of them i've played the game from beginning to end once i'm now in the process of uh going through again to uh you know complete the unlocks and it's it's a wonderful um way how the game plays right so you play through the game uh and you are an assassin you have uh each level is a pretty large expansive level uh, with a lot going on uh, it's uh you know hit 47 the main character jet sets around the world assassinating various interesting and and uh, uh interesting folks um but yeah you get given a large sandbox level uh, sometimes it's a town sometimes it's uh like a, a a giant mansion uh sometimes it's like a hotel there's, there's many 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 different um uh, situations for a level but they're always pretty big there's al- always a lot going on there's always dozens of ways to complete each and every uh, level which is uh where it gets a lot of its replayability from uh, all in all uh, it's incredibly well designed uh it looks beautiful like the lighting is beautiful the uh the this even the cinematic like it's not the most cinematic games but they throw in a little bit of cinematic um uh you know like not necessarily cutscenes but moments little little small moments within levels here and there um but yeah you get given a big sun you know get, get, get given like a, a small town or a village or something uh, with a lot going on you get given usually one target or two targets three targets maybe you have to retrieve some secret documents And then you just get, you get let loose. You get to approach the, uh, the objectives any way you wish. And as long as you complete them, as long as you kill who needs to be killed, you, you know, uh, just, you sometimes have to pick up some secret documents or whatever. You know, once you've completed your objectives, it doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't funnel you down a corridor. You get the, you know, it's completely open ended. And once you, uh, start unlocking equipment, there are multiple ways. You might unlock a sniper rifle so you can kill your targets from afar. You might. Uh, unlock certain explosive devices that you can attach to their car you might um, uh, unlock electrocution devices or poisons uh, you might be able to unlock a, a secret location where you can sneak in where you might be able to you know like uh, jury rig something up so that it's an accident uh, there's one level in actually the first of the trilogy where there's like a, handrail, a metal handrail going along the top of a balcony which you can actually choose to electrify you can actually get the wiring uh, from a nearby lamp and you can then sort of wire it around the the, uh, metallic handrail so that when your target comes along and puts their hand on the handrail they will electrocute themselves and uh, die which you know is a very creative way of completing that particular level it's more of what we what we expect hitman 3 is you know, if you've played any of the previous games in the trilogy, uh, which quite often go on sale, and they're definitely worth picking up, in my personal opinion, like this is the this is my favourite franchise of video games ever. We're talking about here. This is this is where my heart truly is when it comes to video games. This is my, you know, this would be my my game of the year, as it were, most likely. There would have to be some pretty pretty stonking games coming out this year for me to uh, for this to be upended. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's all pretty grand. Um, it's incredibly well designed. It's fitting within the... There's no. There's not really anything in the way of unexpected um, surprises here. Uh, there's nothing in this game that I would say is worse. Um, the the, I, the plot is quite good. Like the story, the, like I was following along the story, like it was interesting. It's just like that's not what you're here for. I've watched the story. I will probably never watch those cutscenes again. Um, you get given levels. That I there is no online component. When Hitman Two, the second in the trilogy, launched, they had a ghost mode where you actually were given like a a scenario where you had to kill five different people, and whoever killed all five of them first uh, was the winner that was really good and there are actually videos of this playing on my uh, on my gaming channel they actually closed the servers for that mode now which i think is a little bit of a shame but um you know it was it was always a bit of an experiment to have multiplayer hitman this is a this is a truly single player experience absolutely um but yeah just to go jet setting around the world and um and and to explore and enjoy and get lost in all these wonderful levels you get to use disguises that's one of the that's one of the core mechanics of the game um and uh yeah like the disguise mechanics great you get to um pretend to be all kinds of other people and that, that that kind of intertwines comedy within the game as well um There is like, uh, yeah, like it's sort of difficult to describe if again, going back to the second in the uh, in the trilogy, uh, 47, the main character can actually dress himself as a realtor and actually show uh, one of his targets around a house. Uh, but he's doing it in such a way, like, 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 not like a realtor, but like someone pretending to be a realtor, and all these subtle little ways in which the game sort of comes out is absolutely amazing. Um, the the writing is great, the game design is great. Truly, 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 there is n- I I they have perfected the the they have perfected the 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 procedure of making this game, the formula that they've got here. I do hope that they continue to make new games um, and and I suspect they will Now what's interesting about this trilogy known as the World of Assassination is that it's three different games, all made by IO Interactive, but published by three different publishers uh, The first was published by Square Enix, uh, and they actually had a Windows build and a Linux build brought out on Steam The second game was published by Warner Brothers and it was brought out Windows version on Steam. Then there was the third, um, which was self-published because that was when uh, IO Interactive decided that they were going to not continue with Warner Brothers, not continue with Square Enix, and they're going to publish themselves. And then um, Epic Game Store came to them. They came to them with the great um, offer of Exclusivity on the game score, so like a timed exclusive. So they're going to release their game on the Epic Store, or are releasing their game on the Epic Store a year ahead of a release on Steam, which I believe is again a Windows only platform, uh, as well as consoles, as all of the games in the, the trilogy have, um, and including Stadia, which I suppose Stadia is a console, but it is a console that you can play on PC. So it's even within like a small contained trilogy, which as I understand it, was not necessarily going to be a trilogy. When the when the uh, the first game came out, uh, it, I, th- I believe it does set it. It definitely does set itself up for a sequel. But um, I, it's unclear as to whether or not they had sort of created this world of assassination collection for the games. Overall, um, this game was fundamentally everything that I expected, everything that I wanted, and um, yeah, I'm thrilled. Uh, obviously, I don't do scores or ratings on this uh on this show but if i did it would probably be you know right up there with the top yeah um i'm thrilled really good game um i don't know if i'd recommend it to everyone though that's the thing the hitman franchise is it's not a game that is going to appeal to everyone it does require patience uh it does require a willingness to sort of learn and adapt and you know you can't be one of those people that's afraid to fail Because you're going to fail a lot in this game. And that's kind of part of the fun. It's like, um, you know, you you see a target. You think there's an opportunity. Oh, okay, you're going to run up, push them over the balcony. Yeah, that'll do it. Make it look like an accident. And then suddenly, oh no, oh no, there's there's someone hiding behind the the corner or whatever, you know. And because of the complex ways the levels are designed, these things can pan out differently every time you play the game. It's really quite uh, well done, in my opinion, so... If it sounds like a game that might appeal to you, give it a go. Uh, if you're not sure, I do believe that it goes on. Uh, some of the earlier ones in the trilogy go on sale quite often, but also I think there's like a demo level that you can try for free on Steam. So uh, have a gander. Uh, for those of you on on Linux, it does run, uh, or at least the first two Hitman one and two run um, perfectly in Proton. Actually, the first one has a native Linux build, but uh, yeah. All kinds of terrible things can happen when you don't take care of your digital security, and that, of course, includes your passwords. The password manager used and trusted by the destination Linux network is Bitwarden. Bitwarden lets you set up things like a PIN to easily access your password manager, as well as additional authentication, such as master passwords and adding phrases to fingerprint security, all the things to keep your passwords safe. Bitwarden is the easiest and safest way for individuals, teams, and businesses to store, share, and sync sensitive data. Go to bitwarden.com forward slash DLN to get started for free. To make things even better, Bitwarden is 100% open source. You can self host, and their code is audited. Go to bitwarden.com forward slash DLN to get started for free. The $10 a year premium account gets you one gigabyte of encrypted file storage, two-step login with YubiKey, U2F, Duo, Vault Health Reports, time-based one-time password, authenticator storage and generation, priority customer support. So, from the bottom of my heart, I would like to thank Bitwarden for sponsoring this episode of Gamesphere and for all around being a good egg to the destination linux network thank you very much okay so since today's episode seems to be sort of base streaming based this is the streaming episode um i to talk about a game that i've i've had a great deal of fun with uh, on google stadia um grid um it's a racing game it's not like a kart game like you're racing real cars you can race minis you know stock cars pickups sort of like formula one indie car type things you know like uh, concept cars performance cars there's, i think there's an aston martin vanquish in there somewhere um you race along um all kinds of tracks um you can race along sort of uh, tarmac tracks um there are like country roads um there's not too much in the way of off-road racing. It's mostly like track racing, touring car type stuff. Um, and it's, yeah, like I say, I've had a, a great deal of fun with it. I've been working through the career mode and I'm not a million miles away off completing the career mode, which is quite vast. Um, I've been playing it now since probably since Stadia came out. It was the first game available on Stadia. I, around that time, I had a niche for a racing game. I picked it up and I, yeah, whenever I, like, there's a few racing games that I turn to, but when I want an on-road, very simple uh, racing game to just like you know, scratch that itch, Grid's pretty good. Grid's the one that, that I'll I'll go to. Um it has that kind of very warm essence of almost like Saturday afternoon TV where you know, there'd be some like racing on. You've got a little bit of the music. Uh, interestingly enough, like they've got a lot of sponsorships on as well, which actually kind of adds to this authenticity of the whole racetrack circuit. Not that I'm usually a fan of slapping adverts on games, but like this, you know, considering it's racing, does seem to sort of uh, fit the piece. Uh, you can buy and customize your cars, although not too much. Like the customization is is quite limited, and I like that. Uh, there are other sort of games that I've been playing lately, rally games, uh, World Rally Championship, and V Rally, where a lot of the sort of the the non-racing elements of the game are quite extensive. Like you get to manage a team, you have to manage their so in one of those games you have to manage their motivation. Like if you lose too many races, they kind of get demotivated, uh, which is like all a bit much. I just want to race cars. I don't want to have to manage a team. Um, and there's a reason why like um, you know FIFA and like World Ch- uh, and 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 football manager games are like separate. <laughs> uh, although I don't think you'd actually be able to make a game out of managing a, a rally team. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Um in all honesty, I don't know how much there is to say about this. you are obviously if you're watching the video version of this, uh you'll be uh you'll be viewing uh some of the the footage and I'll try and give you um you know like a, a solid example. But uh fundamentally speaking, it oh and it's a great looking game. Now I think racing games nowadays gen generally look pretty fantastic. But um but all in all, um yeah like if you want just like a solid racing game um and you happen to be looking for games on stadia like i say, grid's pretty good actually yeah like um uh i i like having my like team colors which are the old green and white and um that's you know whenever you see me on the track that's going to be the colors that i'm sporting and uh I do actually tend to play these games on on the easier modes as well. Like sometimes the challenge can be fun, but um I quite like just the actual feeling of the of the of the cars itself. Um the multiplayer on Grid is um, is fantastic. Like it's everything you'd want it to be. Um and I had a great deal of fun racing with a couple of friends of mine who do happen to have the game as well. It's not widely owned uh especially across like my group of friends. So I don't often get to play um, that game with others but uh, for the times that i have i greatly enjoy it like it's 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 really well put together really well polished um very uh you know like yeah polished and um and fun Uh, It doesn't focus too much on the sort of the mechanics, on the realism, but it's also not too arcadey. It's this, it's this nice sort of you know sort of line down the middle where you know you've got that realm of fantasy. They don't overdo the mechanics of it all. They don't overdo the customization or the you know what I fundamentally see as the boring bits. But they also. they don't overdo the arcadey things. There are guides, like line guides, if you want to take the the, the racing line and all that kind of stuff, uh, which you can turn on and off as well. So you've got a fair amount of choice with how much help you get. But fundamentally, it's it's not too arcadey. It's not too realistic. It's that nice middle ground where you can just drive, and I really quite like that. Uh, So yeah, pick it up if you're in the mood for a good racing game. It's available on Stadia. I'm sure it's available on other platforms, but that's just where I seem to be playing it so that's about it from this episode thank you very much for joining me it's a pleasure as always please feel free to uh, either leave your feedback in the comment section of this uh, if you're watching it on youtube or catch up with me on the destination linux forums or on mastodon or there's an email address in of course the show notes so thank you very much for joining me uh i've been chris Ware, and you've been watching the game sphere